Hello. Hello. Hi, everyone. My name is Matt Armando. I'm Emily Reagan. And this is TBD. With Matt and Emily. Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. I was worried I'd forget how to do that because we haven't done this in so long. I honestly feel like I just did that wrong. Like, I was started talking and I was like, is this how you do this intro? <laughs> and I like couldn't, I started saying my name is Matt Armando. And I was like, am I supposed to say that? <laughs> I am supposed to say that. Welcome to the show. We haven't recorded in a few weeks. We haven't. We're back. You've been getting episodes. We've not been recording them. Yeah. You, you out there in the world have no idea that we did not record for three weeks. I think that's three weeks. Yeah. Emily's been gone. She's been traveling. I've been... Listen... It's all your fault, right? Not my fault. You went to Connecticut and you went to Washington, D.C. Yes. It's not listen, my fault. The city isn't big enough for me. I have to, I have to spread my wings. I'm small enough for this city. Yeah, you are. I'm a small, You're a small little, little man. boy. <laughs> I, I was at least going to call myself a man. I want it. Okay. <laughs> Emily, what are the folks at home listening to right um, now? Folks at home, it's so good that you're here. Um, this is TBD, T-E-A-B-D. Um, and on this podcast, we talk tea. Talking tea. That's the T-E-A part. The and beverage. Also, yes. And not the gossip. Kind of, I mean, the gossip comes up sometimes, but not, not it's not the front, not, forefront. Not enough. But that's not the point. Although, honestly, if you guys have gossip, just email us at tbdpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> it doesn't have to be anybody I know. I just want to hear it. Um, the BD part is that we have a guest sometimes, not all the time. This week we do. Um, and they're going to have a surprise topic for us that we don't know. The BD is be determined. Yeah. Like that acronym, TBD, just, you know, the letters TBD. Yeah. To be determined. Did I do a good job? Yeah. We're good, right? I think so. This is episode 84. Is that what I figured out? I don't know. 85? You, I don't know what you figured out. <laughs> I think I figured out it was 84 and I said the wrong one. This is episode 84. Um, Welcome to it. You've, you've you've been around for this year and a half or... A year and... Yeah, year, sure. About a year and a half, yeah. right? I don't know. Whatever. Um... We have a guest, though. You meant you alluded to having a guest, didn't yes, you? Yes, we do have a guest. I say we bring him on. Do it. Do you agree? I, uh, I don't know. Oh uh, God. I mean, yes. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, let's welcome to our podcast comedian friend Eddie DeGrew. Uh, hey guys, how you doing? Hey. Uh, not bad. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, thank welcome. you for explaining the acronym TBD. Um, I actually was a little when. I saw. I knew the name of the podcast, and I was like, I don't know why it's called this. We've been told we should <laughs> so, do a better job alerting people. <laughs> I was just like, oh, okay, cool. This is a great name for a podcast. And then when you were telling me about it, uh, like, or just going through the explanation, I was like, oh man, I, I really I just went right over my head. <laughs> Listen, we came up with the name. It's a great name, and and it's our name now. <laughs> It's it might be too good. It yeah. is too good. Uh, <coughs> possibly, possibly too good. Yeah. That's why. That's why it's not world famous right now. All the other podcasts are jealous of our name. <laughs> yeah, they're holding us down. Yeah. I hear that NPR's trying to buy the name. Oh like my! They're trying to buy like a Twitter, like you know how you buy yeah. a Twitter handle. Mm -hmm. uh, I think like they're trying to buy the name of the podcast. NPR could never be as fun as we are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But if they wanted to offer us a weekly show. Uh, I mean, <laughs> yes. Hey, NPR. Wouldn't that be crazy if this was a weekly show on NPR? Yeah, at NPR. <laughs> wouldn't this be wild if, uh, <laughs> if Matt and Emily got a weekly show on uh, NPR? 
I'd have to talk so much more calmly, just like this. I think they'd want us for our the hyperness that we are. <laughs> are we one of those hyper thing you've ever heard in your life? <laughs> I mean, I imagine we're a pretty good podcast to fall asleep to. So I think NPR would be good us. Well, I mean, it's about TT's relaxing. It's relaxing. True. Yeah. And there's some laughs involved. There's some laughs. There's some There's some smiles. It's Just laughs. only a few of those things. Oh, so many things. People want to talk back to our podcast. We hear that a lot. Yeah. Which I think, I don't know, is that a quality of radio? I guess it's not really. <laughs> Just do, or you could do like a, li- like a live show after the podcast like drops. You know how like The Walking Dead does like The Talking Dead? Mm-hmm. Talking yeah. TBD. Yeah, Talking TBD. <laughs> or uh, Talking BD. We, that's honestly talking bd we could run out of bar we could play the episode for everyone mm-hmm, mm-hmm. instead of music yes and then you go on facebook live uh, yes exactly and then you uh just have people talk about the podcast. Yeah. hey what did you think about when we talked about that thing <laughs> you have the same guest on yeah, yeah. um <laughs> I think this is a good idea. Let's do it. Um, NPR, get on us. Wouldn't that be crazy if we had like a three-hour weekly show or something, and then yeah. we'd have to have like multiple teas or whatever. Like <laughs> We'd have guests, and like the guests would be the middle portion or something like that, and then there'd be like other parts of the show. We wouldn't even know what they were. Call in, I uh, guess. Matt, I feel like you do know what those would be. It feels like you've thought about this. Well, it's all... I mean, maybe I've done a little improv in my life, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I, I guess it'd be like a, what, what kind of advice could we give? It'd be like a call, if we had like a call in portion. Um, <laughs> what kind of advice? Oh, I don't know. Like I not think, sex advice. No, 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 no. This is, I think it has to be strictly tea advice. I think I was going to say what tea goes with which situation. Which, yeah, people would be calling up and like, oh I'm my, feeling uh, sad. My, my husband's dying. What kind of tea should I drink? Oh, that's uh, like you do a, t- a Tezo bedtime tea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tezo, is that what that's called? Yeah. I honestly don't know the pronunciation, but I know what tea you're talking about. <laughs> is, uh, that's that's uh, good for helping people. I think yeah. that's the situation. I think they would call in and be like, I am moving in with my significant other. <laughs> what kind of tea should we have on the first night? Um chamomile i only know like two teas <laughs> all good you just yeah i only I, tazo yeah. the brand chamomile and chamomile <laughs> style really yeah and green tea I oh know. that's true i mean i do like teas it's just off the top of the head i off the top of my brain i can't think of a lot mm-hmm. of teas i can oh, think of like fine. green yeah i think i think just name some more colors <laughs> yeah. blue tea mm-hmm. we've had blue tea mm-hmm. really it changes color when you put lemon in it really yeah what yeah yeah it was wild. I loved it. I <laughs> want to know what that is. A lot of colors are actually teas. There's red tea, black tea, red tea. Red tea black tea. Uh, green. A white tea. White. There's, Yel- a white tea? there's yellow tea. Oh, yes. White oh, tea. Yellow tea. Very good. Um, the only teas I can't think of colors is um, orange and purple. Huh. I feel like lavender. Is there like a lot? La- does that count as like a, a purple? I, when you think of lavender, I think of like purple. The color yeah. Purple. Yeah, but I don't know if it would make the tea purple. That's true. Yeah. Oh, oh lavender the there's lavender yeah. the flower yeah it's a flower right yeah yes um yeah i don't know i think i've seen a like purplish tea but just not called, called purple, purple tea. tea i know like violet tea i know like in lavender boba drinks or like bubble drinks there's purple teas i'm not sure what teas those are it might be taro tea taro or yeah taro has like it's a root Oh, it has yeah. like a purplish color. I actually really like taro. <laughs> it's like a bubble tea. We should. Oh, I really like. Uh, I like taro as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should really just change the name taro to just purple. We'll just call it a day. Yeah. Hey, I'm, 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 I'm all for it. I have never had 
And this is a running theme, theme of this podcast. I've never had bubble tea. What? No. Yeah. I keep thinking really? Got to take Emily out for some bubble tea. Yeah. Let's take you out for some bubble tea right after this podcast. <laughs> I was and gonna then say, we're, we're going to stop recording. Yeah, let's stop go recording. Get some tea. We're and then go far for bubble tea. We're gonna, and then afterwards, what we're going to do is we're going to go to our showing of Talking BD. Yes. And then you're going to bring the bubble tea yes. to try it. Oh my God. On live television. Live bubble tea. Live bubble <laughs> wow. t- TV. Live, Live bubble, bubble TBD. TV. Oh my God. TV. TVBD. TVBDBDBDB. Speaking of tea. Yes. Sorry. Should we talk about this tea? Emily, you want to hit us into it? Let me prepare myself. Tea talk, tea talk, tea talk, tea. Talk. I will say, I almost said the wrong thing at the beginning because, again, we've not done this in a while. What did you almost say? I was going to just say TBD and sing it. TVD, 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 TVD. As I started singing it, I was like, "Nope, that's wrong." I I like that. I'm just gonna say that right now. That was that was a, that was very joyful. Thank Actually, you. I hear a lot of people just fast forward to that part of the podcast <laughs> and then they stop it. <laughs> <laughs> they just they just want the sound bite. Yeah, I just have such a beautiful singing voice that like people are like, "Give it to me." Yeah, people um, are like, "She should be on NPR." Exactly. <laughs> singing. What everyone knows about yeah, so much music on NPR. Yeah. Um, do you guys want to hear about what tea we're drinking? Yes. Sorry. Um, it's fine. I want to hear your thoughts on this tea. This is another David's tea. I got it last year as a gift. It's it's um I believe it's the it's the winter collection. And the tea we are drinking is apple cider tea. It's a fruit infusion. Just called apple cider straight up, right? Yeah. The full name. It's just apple cider. It's a fruit infusion. Technically, it doesn't say it's a tea. Yeah, this is a this is a it's a it's a drink posing as a tea, though not technically a tea. No. Okay. Um, okay, I'm about to try it right now. Okay. I haven't had a chance. It smells delicious. I mean, I've just been smelling it this whole time. It smells- um, it's just been wafting very, like, just directly into my nostrils. Yeah. Um, let's try right. He's sipping. Oh, wow, that's really good. I actually really <laughs> like that. That's really nice. Um, that was real time, everyone. Yeah, yeah, I haven't tried this at all. I've actually been waiting to try it, and that was my first taste of it. No, yeah, it's really nice. Uh, give me one second. All right, while he's doing that, I'm going to say the ingredients. Apple. Apple, pumice, which don't know what that is. Um, Sweet blackberry leaves, peach, natural and artificial flavoring. Wow. And the copy, like the little ad up for it, is this apple-packed blend tastes just like a hot cup of old-fashioned apple cider. Yes. Now, I've said this before on the podcast, but I'm going to say the opposite. Or I'm going to say the thing I've said before, and then I'm going to switch it around. When you buy juice, a lot of the times that juice has got apple juice in it. Whether you're drinking fruit punch or like a mango drink or just a lot of different uh, juice drinks, they will add apple juice in them because apple juice will just take the flavor of like whatever's surrounding it. So you don't taste the apple, but it adds sweetness to the drink. Uh, so it's an, it's a good way to add juice and sweetness without changing the flavor and also just not having to like, and also apple juice is probably cheaper than the, <laughs> the like peach or mango juice or whatever. So I find it interesting that this is actually the opposite is going on where it is an apple thing and they've added peach to it mm. to give it a stronger taste. So I didn't know that about the apple juice. It makes a hundred, it makes a lot of sense, uh, but I didn't know that. Um, yeah. What I really, really enjoy about this tea uh, is you can, um, as you're like, when you bring it in, um, the smell wafts into your nose before you take the taste in. So you're already ta- like, and it also tastes exactly how it smells, or mm-hmm. a little bit, uh, maybe yeah. a little bit less than how it smells, but the smell just accentuates the actual taste, which is, I think, 
Um, I don't do a lot with a lot of things. You know, I'm like, I, I taste yeah. it. I'm like, oh, it doesn't taste as good as it smells. But in this, it's like the smell actually creates, yeah. like actually it like helps the taste. blends it together. I also think a lot of teas don't. I mean, tea in particular, I don't think has a very strong scent a lot of the time, whereas this is like a very strong scent. Yes. Um, I mean, it's probably where the fruit infusion part comes from, but it definitely has a stronger smell than most teas. I would agree with that. It's yeah. very apple-y. I'm, yeah, I literally, I'm like an arm's length away from my tea right now. I can <laughs> still smell it. It reminds um, me, the taste kind of reminds me of like apple flavored candy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I like. I'm pro apple flavored candy. Yeah. I just, it's, and you know, it's funny, this is like last winter's winter collection, but I, I it's already apple cider season of the following year because <laughs> yes. I've already had apple cider this fall. <laughs> um, I, speaking of apple, I, I guess I'm just going off top. I, I, I was just going to ask if anybody's gone apple picking yet. <laughs> I, I haven't, I don't, I, I've never actually done that before. I'm just interested in anybody <laughs> that does that. I have not. And I honestly think I don't know if I've ever officially gone apple picking. Oh, well, I'm from Massachusetts, so I've gone apple picking. <laughs> <laughs> I wish people could have seen the way you said that. <laughs> <laughs> the snootiest way I could. I'm from a place where they pick a lot of apples. Uh, so yeah, I've done it. Um, uh, I've done it, and I've done it a bunch of times, although I've not done it. I, I guess I haven't done it since I've moved to New York, even though they do grow a lot of apples in New York as well. Yeah, um, I mean, that's kind of our thing. Yeah. Um, it's anywhere. It's like Washington State. It's big any like this <laughs> this exact like uh was a longitude are those the ones that go side to side <laughs> uh i don't i can never remember because oh, lateral 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 lines in the um, whatever us and washington state are <laughs> and massachusetts yeah massachusetts new york right uh i don't really know much about montana <laughs> but i'm gonna say they probably pick apples there too um but uh, yeah, I haven't been in a. It's it's been a while. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I did go to a farmer's market the other day though, and I got warm apple cider from the vendor, and I bought Ooh. cold apple cider to take home. <laughs> what farmer's market? Uh, the um, Brooklyn's Grand Army Plaza um, farmer's market at the top of Prospect Park. Oh yeah, I walked past that the other day. And we might have been there at the same time. Maybe. Who's to say that we weren't? I mean, you know, honestly, uh, nobody can say that. <laughs> nobody. If you're listening right now, you can't say that. No. I mean, we were you definitely were there. there in relative proximity. If you were there when the farmer's market was happening and I was there when it was happening. Yeah. That's and the thing true. goes on for five hours. But... <laughs> that's the other thing. It could have also just been like, you could have like literally left and I'd be like, all right, I'm going to show up now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, were you there the whole five hours? No, I was there for five minutes buying, oh, okay. <laughs> buying apple cider and then leaving. I actually don't know how long. I said five hours because that felt right, like 9 a.m. to 1 or something. Although I was there later than 1. But yeah. that's neither here nor there. I bought apple cider and it was great. <laughs> <laughs> it was $2. That's a fine price for a cup of apple cider. <laughs> uh, oh, I don't know. Really? I thought that was for the bottle. That you're the bottle was $2 and the warm one was $2. It was each $2. I, oh, wow. Okay. So... I bought two hot ones and a one cold one, and it cost me $6. Wow. That's, that's not bad. That's pretty good. Wow. Uh, I still got I, the cold one. I can't leave Starbucks for $6. No. Oh, that reminds me. I Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't go to Starbucks often enough, and, when I, and I don't drink coffee. But the other day I went in, and I was like, uh, I was about to order a chai latte, which is what I normally order there because I don't like anything else they have. Me too. And, uh, it's the only thing I order at Starbucks. That's what I had this morning. What? A shot of espresso in it. The the cashier was like, 
uh, you know, what do you want? And I was, I like started to speak and I was like, wait, do you have caramel apple spice? Because <laughs> I completely like forgot, kind of forgot that was a thing slash it's not really on their menu, but she was like, yeah. <laughs> and that's all that is, is, as far as I know, is apple juice. Uh, that's like uh, steamed or whatever. <laughs> Emily, do you, you used to work at Starbucks? Um, I'm, it's, it's pretty much just like apple juice steamed. Yeah. Well, I've seen the ma- It comes in like the apple juice, like just a bottle you yeah. could buy at like Stop and Shop or whatever. Yeah. Uh, uh, but it's still good. It has whipped cream on top and caramel and that's fine by me. Lee, <laughs> um, yes. I have a question for you. Yes. So this is a tea that we are drinking. Yes. But my question for you is, what is your relationship to tea? Relationship to tea. Um, good question. Uh, so, you mean just? Uh, I mean, uh, like, how often do you drink tea? Oh, I thought you were gonna. Uh, I thought you were, you meant like, uh, are we going steady? Uh, I just like, what is your commitment are, to tea? Like, is yeah. it like a casual thing, or like, are you serious? Like, I, thinking long term plans? Oh man, I. It's uh, so <laughs> personal. Me and the tea. Uh, should we tell him? Oh my god, this is so exciting. You're this is real gossip. It. Um, this is real. Spill tea. a tea about tea. Uh, <laughs> No, I uh, we're we're uh, we're official. No, I uh, and we're expecting. No, I <laughs> <laughs> mm, wow. more, more tea. I'm I, interested. Yeah. Um, no, I drink tea uh, on a regular. I actually wake up. Uh, I drink. Uh, so just going into that Taza thing um, during a time of real bad depression that I had. Um, I started. I had couldn't sleep, and I also was just waking up feeling really bad. Yes, please. Um, and so. I actually, my friend was like, you should drink, you know, here's the different types of teas that might raise your mood and also will help you sleep. Um, since then, like, I'm not feeling so bad anymore, but I still keep up that regimen a little bit. So I drink, basically, I get up in the morning. Um, I have a Luke's mug, uh, if you guys watch or know of Gossip Girl. Uh, I'm no Gossip Gilmore Girl. Girls. Gilmore Girls. Sorry, wrong Gigi. <laughs> um, Gilmore Girls, uh, a friend of mine gave me a Luke's mug. Uh, so what I do is I get up. Uh, whenever that may be, um, I get up, I boil some, uh, like, you know, positivity. Um, and then, uh, before I go to bed, I drink some bedtime tea, unless of course, like, you know, I just conk out immediately when I get home. Um, so basic answer is, uh, usually like I have at least one cup a day. And are these, these seem to be mostly like herbal teas? Yeah. 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 Um, on top of that, I also just like iced tea a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mom really likes tea a lot. That's a huge thing. We grew up, I grew up as a Buddhist. So my mom, um, with my, uh, my mom is a Buddhist. And so she drinks a lot of tea, um, uh, that is given to her, uh, from different, mem- from members, uh, from like India or mm-hmm. Japan, you know, just like friends that she has. Yeah. Um, and that's just kind of been a thing that we've just done like my entire life. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, I didn't, I yeah, and then like college, and recently I didn't drink as much tea, but then I just restarted basically. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so it's something you had growing up, but you went away from it for a little while. Yes. Now you're back. Uh, yeah, I'm back tea, uh, wow. and we're never being taken apart ever again. <laughs> oh god, I relationship. It's I gone. <laughs> I do have a follow up question. What's your relationship to Gilmore Girls? <laughs> um, Gilmore Girls. I watched Gilmore Girls uh, when I was younger, uh, and then. <laughs> I would also watch it completely out of order, uh, so I know the plot of the show, but up until about a couple of years ago, I thought that Luke came before. Um, oh, no, Dean. Uh, so that's where, like, and, then I was, and then I was also like, uh, oh, oh, no, the names, the names. <laughs> and then I'm like, Logan, I'm like, who the hell's Logan? Uh, so but I watched it when it first came out. 
Um, and then I started, uh, and then a couple of years back, I started marathoning it when it ended up on Netflix. So I try to, I've watched the entire series maybe like three times. Okay. Um, and boy, is it, is it hard? Those uh, girls? Those girls? Our girls. Wow. Uh, they're Gilmore. <laughs> Wow. And uh, and uh, you yourself are Gilmore Girls. Your name is Emily Riggins. Riggins. <laughs> no, I'm sadly saying. not Emily Gilmore. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't know how to really lead into that. Um, <laughs> I tried, uh, but yeah, I watch it. Uh, I just finished watching it actually. Um, not just, I guess, uh, in May. I I did a whole watch from like January to May. Right. Um So yeah, I mean, I'm pretty regular. Pretty okay. regular watcher. And then, like cool. I said, I have a Luke mug, which he, someone just gave me, and I was like, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Christmas gift, actually. Yeah. But, yeah. Thank you for answering that second question. Hey, no worries. Uh, hopefully, I'm not taking up uh, too much time with oh. my Gilmore talk. Oh, man, uh, I should just no. pick the Gilmore Girls as my topic. No, please. I, we could talk about... Let's. We can't talk about too much, but I do love the Gilmore Girls. Uh, maybe I should just change that to my topic right now. Uh, you I'll don't debate. have to. I'll debate it, actually. <laughs> I'll, um, I'll, I'll, I'll posit it. I'll, 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 I'll posit it? I'll think about it as we get as we go on. Um, you think about that, but let's go back to this tea. Yes. Sorry. Um, so there's apple and peach in it. I don't taste any peach. This is a leading question. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> do we taste any peach or blackberry? Sweet blackberry leaves. Hmm. So I can smell the peach a little bit. It's weird. It's like if I go like this, like if I go back to forth, I, I like kind of side to side. Um, I can smell it a little bit, like just a hint through my right nostril. Yeah. Only that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can smell it a little bit. Uh, I can't taste it, though. Yeah, I, maybe a little. T- I can maybe taste it a little bit, but not much. Certainly not. Certainly not enough for me to be like, I wouldn't guess there was peach in it if you didn't tell me. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I'd just be like, apple. Um, How do you feel? Oh, you said you can't. I can't. You led yeah. with that. I led. I asked a very... I would have been objected to in the court of law. Um, object, object. Do we taste any sweet blackberry leaves? No, not at all. That might be where I'm getting some sweetness from. Mm. But again, I wouldn't like be able to p- pick it out in a lineup. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think... Yeah, I I guess maybe it's just I don't know what a blackberry or like sweet blackberry leaves taste like. Yeah, they've been in other teas we've had, and I think they just like are like a background flavor maybe some sweetness cool. um you can see them if you look at the tea they're the little flex Ooh, weird flex but okay <laughs> all right well can we edit that out no, no <laughs> you're stuck with that uh, 84 episodes and i ruined it for everybody <laughs> no, oh no 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 um i was watching that tea making sure you guys weren't gonna spill literally it spill it, the tea on my couch which i wouldn't have been mad about but that would have really ruined the episode <laughs> that yeah <laughs> I was uh, concerned. That's why I gave it back gently. I, I know. Um, this, I was taking a picture of the tea before you got here. Uh-huh. And I, we like pour it out onto this thing. And I couldn't get all of the, what I realized are the sweet blackberry leaves off. And I, at, at one point I, I just said to Matt, I'm making this worse. <laughs> and I walked away. <laughs> I, I make, that's really funny. All better now though. We fixed it. He fixed it. I, I gave up. I walked away. I'm trying to give Emily credit for helping, but yes, it was me. <laughs> Although, gotta say, my picture that you guys are gonna see on Instagram in a few days, really artsy. It's pretty good. Um, should we ask a question? I think we should. Emily. Oh. I'm gonna ask it first. Okay. Getting out here, getting off the running, racing blocks. 
do you find the David's tea their uh apple cider tea to be or fruit infusion as i might say Mm -hmm. is it your cup of tea or not your cup of tea matt that's a great question um (laughs) i wouldn't have more flavor but it is my cup of tea you i think it could be stronger okay maybe that maybe that is the steeping time maybe it just needs more steeping i don't know i just poured some more is this one better or worse or the same (laughs) it's a little bit better okay steep it longer that's what emily's advice is it says five minutes what's that technically says five plus lean on the plus not only did we do it longer but we also added more water yeah so if you just like went six or seven on one pot or one cup you'd probably be doing just fine yeah eddie (laughs) (laughs) i have a very important question for you yes now, you might say this question has already happened, but it has not. Um, would you say that this David's Tea Apple Cider Fruit Infusion is your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? Um, so, uh, Emily, I actually agree with you if there was a little bit more flavor to it. Um, not if there's a little more flavor. Uh, yes, the answer is yes. Uh, I do really like this a lot. Um, I think it is a little lacking. Or, I don't know, it's like... There is like a little bit lacking a little bit, I guess, in, in, in the taste um, or how flavorful it is. Uh, and, you know, uh, basically kind of really the exact same answer you gave. Um, I I do really like it a lot. Um, I think, I'm not going to lie, I think the test of a good tea is if I still like it when it's a little colder than, than mm-hmm. it usual. Um, so um, I think... When it's very hot and like just being poured out, yes, it is. Uh, when it got a little <laughs> colder, I was like, eh, I'm not really feeling it too much anymore. Um, right. But I think, but the overall answer is yes, it, right. I am a fan. Um, and then anybody who's, people are going to be like, why are you drinking cold tea? <laughs> um, I don't know. But, tea uh, gets cold. Tea gets cold. And sometimes you still want to drink it. Yeah. It's cold. You got to finish it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I drank cold tea on my way to record this podcast. Did you? Wow. How much tea would you drink a day, by the way? Um, so I was talking about this um, earlier, and I, I started a day with a chai tea Ooh. with a shot of espresso. Um, wow. A dirty chai latte, if you're curious. That's what it's called. Um, and then I, before I left my apartment, I had made myself a cup of Earl Grey tea, but I put it in like a to-go container, and it's always too hot, but I also kind of forgot I made it. Um, so then I got to school. I had my tea. I had my chai tea, and then I legitimately forgot about my Earl Grey tea, so I made some green tea. Um, and then I was like, oh yeah, that Earl Grey tea, which was enough for two cups. So then I drank that. Okay. I like that. Very nice. That was my tea day. Mm. Love it. And Matt, mm-hmm. would you say that this, David's tea, mm-hmm. Earl, not Earl Grey, <laughs> damn it. Uh, this David's tea, apple cider fruit infusion mm-hmm. that has apples and peaches <laughs> and sweet blackberry leaves is your cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Or not your cup of tea. I'm so glad you got all the way through that. <laughs> that seemed like a also, real struggle. Also, I feel like I should have been the one to ask, just because he asked you, and then. Do you want to ask him? No, no, it's okay. I'll say it's uh, your it, it's it's your podcast. I feel like you should be the one to ask. I'll say one thing, Eddie. I've <clears throat> I typically I like when I ask Emily and then Emily asks the guest because I do feel like we are teeing up the guest if they want to to ask me or vice or the other way around, ask Emily. 
Uh, I believe we've only had one person do that, one guest ever. Really? So uh, well, I'm not even remembering who did that, but I feel like somebody did recently. Yeah. Maybe Stephen. Uh, Stephen Kelly. Uh, yes. Bu- Buckley. No, Buckley. Oh, Buckley. Buckley. Love Stephen Buckley. Uh, and also Stephen Kelly. Very similar last names. And they think they spell their first names the same. They have, Are they both S-T-E-P-H-E-Ns? I think so. They're and basically the same. And they're also both no, on a, And they both are also on a podcast. And they have yeah. glasses. Yeah. Um, they're both six foot eight. <laughs> uh, is this my go-to or not? Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, one thing I'll say, I do. I well, okay. So I'm a hot beverage person, generally speaking, and I do think that the there's an interesting point about like when some how something tastes when it gets colder. Because I actually think regular apple cider tastes. Like, if you're drinking it cold, it tastes fine. But if you've had warm and it's starting to get, like, the last few sips are cold, those are, like, the worst sips because they're, like, not warm anymore. (laughs) You want it to be warm. Yeah. And I actually feel like this, as it was, like, cooling off, had, like, a similar effect where I was, like, I don't like this as much as I did when it was hot, but I still like it. Uh, I also really like apple cider, Mm. generally. Uh, Big apple cider fan. I'll be drinking a lot of apple cider over the next few months. Um so while I'm going to call this my cup of tea because it's not bad, I'd rather be drinking apple cider, regular <laughs> apple cider. Uh, so yes, my cup of tea, but I guess I'd rather be having real apple cider. Um, so three lukewarm cups of tea. Yeah, yeah. Those weren't the, those weren't the most resounding. No, yeah, that's a, but I mean, you know, I will say, um, I think this. I will drink this tea more than I'll drink other teas. Mm-hmm. So even though it's lukewarm, I still th- not more than I teas. I I know some teas that I'm like these are really bad. Yeah. So I yes, think yes. lukewarm I I think is still yeah. a compliment. Yeah. Well, oh, I have still a good tea. It's not a bad tea, that's for sure. Yeah. I have enough to make like one more cup, so I'm definitely drinking more of this tea. <laughs> and I got apple cider in my refrigerator, so I'm gonna be drinking that. Yeah, I got five apples in my apartment, so I'm mm. just gonna eat those. I um, also have a few apples here. I don't have any. I think my roommate does though. Wow, steal them. Yeah, take your roommate's apples. So rude. No. She's so nice. Does she listen to this podcast? Um, I've told her about it. I don't know if she listens. Hi, oh. Teresa. If you're you listen to this podcast, you're nice. If you don't listen to this podcast, you're not nice. Yeah. <laughs> this is how this is. Yeah. This is how Santa decides who gets gifts. Yeah. You listen to the podcast, you're not nice. If you don't, you're naughty. Wow. You don't want any Colby D. Oh no. <laughs> that was bad. All right. I want to delete that. So we're even with stuff we want to delete out the podcast. <sighs> Tea talk done. Tea talk complete. All right. Eddie. Yes. It's your moment to shine. We've told you to bring us a topic. You don't, you, you almost t- told me your topic I, the other day. I In fact, did. you told me one version of your topic and I told you, guess what, Eddie? We've already had that topic. Well, you know what's funny was I told you uh-huh. and then uh, you were like, don't tell me. Uh, that's the point of the podcast. And I went, oh, TBD. Got mm-hmm. it. Okay. And, that, and then I was like, oh, right. This is why it's called TBD. Uh, what, what, yeah. what was it? Uh, wrestling. It was oh, okay. Wrestling. That makes sense. Yes. Which you can check out in our episode Pokemon Go and Pro Wrestling with Sarah Boatwright from a long time ago, over a year ago. Matt's living room was set up differently at that point. Yeah, the old the old layout of the living room. Yeah, the old the old TVD studios is a completely different <laughs> layout. Same uh, couch though. Same same couch. 
Um, okay, so I wanted to focus on... So I, I did have two uh, that I couldn't really... It was waffling back and forth on, but I've decided I kind of want to stick with one just because there's something in this apartment that is actually related to my topic. Um, so I want to talk about the day where you... Oh, kind of goofed it up, but it's 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 around the anniversary of uh, a time when a certain boy named Marty McFly went back to see his parents uh, hook up. I'm not sure if this uh, the movie Back to the Future has been done as a topic before. It, it is not. not. Okay, great. Oh, phew. That's the only hard part about this was I was looking through all I was looking through the episodes and I was like, I'm not sure. I can't listen to all these. <laughs> Uh, but I need to pick a topic that hasn't been done yet. Topic, um, topic list is getting pretty long. <laughs> I, yeah, you were like wrestling, and I was like, someone has already done wrestling? Dang it. Um, so I wanted to talk about Back to the Future. The other one was Resident Evil, but I was like, I saw the, you have a, Delor- a Lego DeLorean over I there. I do have a Lego DeLorean. And I was like, oh, it's Destiny. I want to talk about Marty McFly. <laughs> Uh, I want to talk about Back to the Future just in general. Um, also, I believe October 4th is uh, when he heads back. he heads back in time, right? Uh, I'm going to consult my little thing in here. <laughs> or is it March? I remember it's um, in October somewhere in this date. Uh, uh, October 26, 1985. That's right. October 26. Not October 6. Mm-hmm. October 26. Right. Can I, I, what? Can I admit something to both of you? You've never seen You've never seen, seen I've never seen this movie. Can I admit to some people? I just ripped open my Lego DeLorean <laughs> to find out this date. <laughs> it's, on, <laughs> it's like printed on the uh, dashboard of the Lego thing. He... <laughs> truly ripped apart this poor i like thing. took the roof off because it was it was too hard to figure out uh this lego model by the way is all of the versions of the delorean you can um it it has like convertible pieces to change it to all different versions of it so can it also like do the flying mode yeah the wheels like bend up oh that's cool um and uh there's a little flux capacitor nice. and there's marty mcfly and there's the little there's the part where you put the food in when it's like they're in the Wild West and they need to put... Or is that the one? That's the, no, the future, um, the future one? one. Yeah, with the, com- the, composi- the uh, combust- uh, com- uh, composting. Yes. The composting machine. Um, and... Uh, it's a little clock tower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Emily, why haven't you seen these movies? Well, mostly because I don't see anything. Um, <laughs> Fair. Um, and I just never... I mean, I get... The, I know the story. He goes back... <laughs> His mom falls in love with him, <laughs> I uh, think. Yeah, that's right. But then he does something and she ends up with her husband. Or I don't know if they're married in the, the actual future, but I don't know. Well, it depends on which future because there's different futures. See? I, mean, I don't know. Emily, you're, you're nailing it so far. I'm going to be honest with um, you. I know that there was a hoverboard that people were very upset that didn't come to pass. Nope. And I'm very upset. Um, I still want one. I have, a mo- I have a model hoverboard in my closet. In my oh, the, the Mattel one? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, what else do I know about Back to the Future? There's a DeLorean. Mm-hmm. The, the, the doors open like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I That's just, just a DeLorean That's fact. just a regular DeLorean. <laughs> um, and I know that from I Love the 80s that I watched so much of when I was a child mm-hmm. on VH1. I also watch that show a lot. Great show. I love that show. Um, I love the 90s made me real sad because I was like... I'm getting old. <laughs> I loved all of them. I loved I Love the 80s. I loved I Love the 90s. I loved the new millennium. Didn't love the 70s. Didn't watch it. Wow. You didn't watch it. You don't love it. But how, how do you know you didn't love it if you didn't watch it? Okay. Let's. Eddie, what what do you love about Back to the Future? <laughs> you know, I don't, um, I don't really. So I remember watching back first. Okay. I remember the first time I, I, uh, I saw Back to the Future 2 before I saw Back to the Future 1. This was when I was like 10 years old. Um, I rented it as a VHS. Uh, there was a movie theater. Whoa. There's a, yeah. 
Uh, there was a video store down the street from my house, which I wait, uh, my apartment building was growing it? up. Was it Blockbuster? No, it wasn't Blockbuster. Yeah, too bad. Was it Hollywood Video? It, no, it was it was an independent video <laughs> store. Seriously. Um, I just wanted to shout and, out both of them. Yeah, Hollywood Video. Yo, rest in peace. Yo, rest in peace, Hollywood Video. <laughs> Pour one out. Um, Pour one out for my guy. No, don't, don't spill the ah, tea. Ah, ah. Um, <laughs> just poured that all. I burnt myself. <laughs> yeah. Um, just like Hollywood Video, I too have burned myself. Um, Do you know Netflix tr- originally years ago tried selling themselves to Blockbuster and Blockbuster said, no, no thank you? That's, I've heard that too. So, that is a tough look for that my is a guy. Bad, yeah. They also, Blockbuster bad time. Video. What was the other thing? Blockbuster also was the company that before it closed, like bought uh, Discovery Zone. Like Blockbuster is just a company that's made so many mistakes. <laughs> uh, oh, and Red, oh, Redbox. Redbox also was like, hey, we want to, we want these to be called like blockbuster boxes or whatever. And blockbuster was like, no. And Redbox still exists and blockbuster yeah. is gone. I had a, I oh. remember I actually dated a girl who like, be like, you want to rent a movie and be like, sure. And then she's like, all right, cool. Let's go to the Redbox. I'm like, <laughs> I have a Netflix account. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Anyways, back to yeah, back sorry. to the future. So I saw back part two before I saw part one. Um, and it was also just like a movie that I knew my mom liked. Uh, she also never, she hated part three. Uh, so actually, like, growing up, I never yeah. saw part three part until three I was is, like 17. Part three is pretty disappointing compared it, to one and two. It is. I mean, I mean that it's like, ah, the thing about Back to the Future is I kind of want to see more of the, the, the future and the past. Yeah. But they really like, they did a good job of the future, but the past was just kind of like, uh, I don't well, know. They were trying well, to, the, the super fat, the super past. I mean. They were trying to do too much like fan service stuff. Yeah. Um. I mean, I think like it, like one of the big ones that comes back to me is the manure scene, which happens in all three movies. Mm-hmm. But like the third time they do it, it's like, okay, we get it. Yeah, and also you're in 1885. There's manure everywhere. Yeah. Um, real quick, just for the listeners, me. Um, so I know what happens in the first one. Can I get a brief overview of the cool. second and the third one? Cool. Okay. Um. So, uh. In the second movie, uh, Marty McFly, uh, his uh, uh, his friend Doc, uh, or Emmett Brown, and here's uh, here's the part where I'm feeling bad. I cannot. Oh, Jennifer and Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the end of the first movie, you know, uh, Marty McFly's like, Doc, what are you doing here? And then Doc's like, We need to go to the future, Marty. It's for you and your Jennifer's kids. And so they go to the future. Um, and Marty has to like stop his son from getting involved in some sort of crime. Um, and in doing so, uh, discovers that his own future is like in peril because mm-hmm. of, uh, he takes, he just had like his biggest character flaw is that he can't, anybody who calls him a coward is like, I'm no coward, even though Michael J. Fox is five, three. Um, oh, so he should chick- be re- chicken, chicken, coward, chicken. yellow yeah, belly. Yeah. Um, it's his like trigger. It's like. his one thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he finds out that because of that, he, gets messed up. So then he goes to the past, he goes back to the past. Um, but Biff Tannen, uh, the major antagonist of the movie of, of parts one and two, um, discovers a old Biff Tannen discovers the DeLorean goes back to 1952 and basically allows himself to become Donald Trump in the current day by giving away the secrets of the future and making a lot of money is actually astounding how much this guy looks and acts like Donald Trump. It's actually astounding. <laughs> it's like, how did they I do this? I think it was kind of on purpose. I yeah. mean, there's his hair. 
by itself is very champion. Uh, Biff, it's uh, Tannen Towers is an actual, is like his real estate, is like an yeah. actual real estate that he lives in. It looks like Trump Tower, except yeah. it's black with gold instead of white with gold. Um, and yeah, he basically is Donald Trump uh, in the 80s. And he has destroyed America. Yeah. Um, so then Marty has to go back to 1952 and redo the entire events of part one. Um, which is kind of a thing I want to talk about, uh, but we, oh, yeah, the movies overlap. The movies overlap, which then makes part one always take place while part two is taking place because Marty and part two is helping Marty in part one way, even though Marty and part one doesn't realize it. Yeah, it's a huge time loop starts happening, and, and this is where the movies falls apart. It's a real prisoner <laughs> of Azkaban situation. We're, really, we're splitting timelines at some point. <laughs> you know who knows. So then, at the end, Marty um, is able to fix the future. Or stop Biff from doing his thing. And then Emmett Brown is, uh, the DeLorean is sent to 1885. So then in part three, Marty goes to 1885 to help um, uh, Doc Brown. Uh, all the while, I want to point out that Jennifer, who was an important character in the story, has stopped becoming an important character when they just leave her in 1985. Uh, and it's the most uh messed up part like it's actually pretty because he's like don't worry marty it's fine just leave her here she'll be okay and then like they just wander away and then oh, she's yeah, just yeah. left in this like dystopian 1985 uh for the next movie and a half uh but then at this point so anyway so doc brown i just always like to give a quick shout out to elizabeth Chu for having to deal with that um <laughs> then afterwards um in 1885 uh so marty goes back and then he Tries to bring Doc back to the future, but Doc kind of doesn't want to go because he's fallen in love with a school teacher in 1885, played by Mary Steenburgen. Um, and then eventually Marty gets back, and then Doc finds a way back himself, and he's married, and everybody's happily ever after. And the DeLorean's along, and the time machine's now a train as opposed to a DeLorean because 1885 time machine. Hmm. Um, they had to get it moving at 88 miles an hour, right? It's not they had the, to get it back to 88 yeah, miles an hour, yeah. but they didn't have any gasoline, and nothing moved at 88 miles an hour at the time. Yeah, because so they had to use a train. They had to like steal a train. Which actually, uh, did you ever watch the cartoon? Yes, I have. The like, so that this is a sequel cartoon that was like, I don't know, Disney Channel or something like that, uh, or WB, WB or Fox. Yeah, it was like an early morning cartoon. It only had like one season. Yeah, uh, I guess it wasn't on Disney because I did not have Disney Channel as a kid, but I did have those other channels, uh, <laughs> and it was like all the characters, and they used like the train as like their main like time travel thing. I want to say, and the I know. don't. I think like the DeLorean comes back. I think there's like always a different device. Using, like there's yeah. the train, the DeLorean, but then at one point they like find a turn a dog into a time machine. <laughs> so I have the McDonald's toy of the train from the cartoon, I think. Unless it's based on the movie, but I, I don't really I remember. I think also the main characters were the sons that Emmett has, and Marty's only in like one episode. Yeah, they yeah. Um I mean, I guess they probably were like, Well, we can't get the voice actors to do any of these roles, so Yeah. Um, um I don't know. Also, they predicted that the Cubs are going to win the World Series, but on the wrong year. Yeah. When they, wasn't there another weird prediction that movie? Those Jaws. Had? Oh, they had a Jaws, the Jaws 5 oh, right? yeah. or something like that. They did, yeah. When they went to the future, there was like a bunch of predictions of things that... Oh, well, basically, like, yeah, we right. keep remaking things. That was the thing was like, oh, we're going to keep making sequels and stuff. Uh, they knew that. Um, oh, Elijah Wood's first movie. <laughs> they knew he'd be in movies. <laughs> He's in the second one. Oh. Plays the kid at the arcade. Oh, that's right. He does, doesn't he? A young 
his first ever thing, Elijah oh, Wood. Little Frodo. Little Frodo. T- even tinier than Frodo. <laughs> I think there's also something. There's a couple other things. Um, but yeah, then the Cubs winning the World Series is the, is the big one. But they got the year wrong. But they got off by one year. I mean, they have Trump. <laughs> they got Trump. Yeah. They got Trump destroying oh. the United States. Um, didn't the Cubs, didn't they also predict like who the Cubs would even be playing? No, it just was, it just says Cubs win worlds. Oh no, they do. They do. Um, the, uh, Cubs, I thought they, I don't know. Yeah. It wasn't the Indians though. I think that's what it was. It wasn't the right team, but it was the Cubs beat the blank by like, I know they got the, they got the game seven. Correct. Okay. Okay. They were like in game seven, they're going to win. And then it was like, wow, that was a really good prediction. Um, they, there's also a few things that came from the sh- the movie, like uh, like Nike made like the real like lace up shoes, which are like originally an invention in the movie, which is like self lacing shoes, which they eventually made. I think there's like the self drying jacket or something somebody made. So like yeah, I forgot couple, jacket. couple of the future clothes, <laughs> and they are trying to make that hoverboard, but they just they we got the really stupid hoverboard first we got that um, hoverboard with just the wheels which on it don't hover <laughs> yeah they don't hover it's They're... just a board okay. it's just it a bike it's a sideboard bike can Side i bike. Uh, allow me to rant for a moment sure you know what spill the tea dog so i was so <laughs> we've all taken improv classes before uh in this don't, room don't tell them that um, <laughs> um i don't know what you're talking about i'm yeah, so sorry i've never uh, heard of the improv or the upright this is good all right so people at home there's this thing called improv and you take classes for it to like basically coach you into becoming a better improviser. And, you know, you might do an improv scene. Uh, I make up something, then the other person makes up something to respond to me. And you'd go about that for three minutes, let's say. <laughs> and then it ends. And hopefully you've had a laugh along the way. And the whole time you've just been making up stuff. And hopefully it's a little silly and whatnot. Thank you for describing this to me. <sighs> well, I'm just, this is important for my rant. You completely <laughs> forgot about the part where it was developed in Chicago by Del Close mm-hmm. and then brought to the brought to New York, York by, by the, the UCB4. UCB4. <sighs> wow. What you're about uh, you to two... see is completely made up on the spot. It'll never be seen before and never be seen again. Um, now to get started, we just need a suggestion of anything at all. Um, starting now. So this is how you start every impression. <laughs> uh, every single one has to start with that whole speech. Yeah. So I'm in a class and we are doing a scene. And this is maybe, this is maybe like three years ago. So, so like when, when the hoverboard, the battery operated hoverboard that does not hover was like cool, like four, three or four years Let's, ago, right? I just want to correct that point. When they were around. When they, yeah, were, they, when were, they were never cool. When they were trendy. Is that an okay uh, thing to say? Okay, fine. Um, when people were actively using them. Now, at this time, I actually did not know what they were. Like, I, I think I had seen, I think I'd maybe seen them, but like not known they were called hoverboards or something like that. So I'm in this improv class. I'm doing a scene where the other person tells me that they're on a hoverboard. And I, having seen Back to the Future, <laughs> and, and actually what a hoverboard technically is. owning a hoverboard and knowing what the word hover means... I start. I continue the scene as if it as if we're on the actual from the movie hoverboards, which I think makes plenty of sense. If someone says to you, "Hey, we're on hoverboards in an improv scene," <laughs> I think you think those things. We go on for a minute, maybe less. The teacher stops it, and it was and asks me what I thought the other person meant, and I was like, "Oh, you know, like those hoverboards or whatever." And the teacher was like, no, it's like those things with the wheels and stuff. And I was so 
mad. I was, I was so mad in so many ways because first of all, there's no wrong answers in improv. <laughs> or in this, in, like, <laughs> in this instance, in yeah. this instance, I'm not wrong because if I misinterpret what that person is saying, like then you have a hoverboard from the future. Then that's what and they are. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not like it's I didn't. Funny. I didn't negate any of the reality of the improv we were doing i just interpreted it one way and the other person wasn't doing any favors to be like isn't it great they're on these hoverboards with wheels on them yeah and then you could have been on a hoverboard without wheels and be like oh dude you're so like two thousand you're so in the wrong timeline yeah you're so 2000 and late yeah and, uh, <laughs> oh, no. um, oh god it's a 12 year old reference um yeah but uh <laughs> um yeah, I don't know. I felt I was. This really upset me. I was not happy at the at the time, and I have not let it go. <laughs> and now name names. It was so. I will. I'll tell you after. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but I, I was. Wait. I was annoyed. I will, I will say it on my podcast. I was like, "How dare? How dare you tell me that I'm wrong?" Even though, and like, like that this person who gave me this note to tell me not to do that, like that they didn't know what Back to the Future was. Like, I'm like, Emily, did you know what hoverboards were before this? It's one of the very few things I know about Back Th- to the Future. There you go. You haven't even seen it. And I'll tell you what, this teacher is definitely older than all three of us. So <laughs> they've even more seen Back to the Future or whatever. <sighs> End rant. <laughs> uh, let's go back to... The future. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to sneeze. No, I'm trying not to sneeze. Okay. Sneeze, oh, sneeze, 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 um, sneeze, sneeze, no, oh sneeze, sneeze, sneeze. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Sneeze. Anyways. We scared it out of her. <laughs> Let's go back to the future. Um, what do you like about these films? You know what's really interesting? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea. I hate them. <laughs> no, I... I. What it is is... Um, I just feel good when I watch them. Uh, same thing. I, I would probably say my favorite series... So I like I had I I didn't go to film school but I like graduated with a degree like that was basically a film degree and I remember like being in college and constantly being like I have to be like this type of film student you know mm-hmm. I have to like talk about these type of films um you know facades because you're in college uh and but I would always like watch Back to the Future and, Indi- and the Indiana Jones series um which after that I decided you know screw that lifestyle i had let me go do ridiculous stuff like uh you know just improv in a basement i don't know um but those films still stick those two series stick with me um i really i think i think the thing about back to the future is it should not have been a good movie like Mm -hmm. at all it makes no sense um it's just literally just a mom wants to hook up with her son. A mom wants to hook up with her son. We live in that timeline. Um where that happened. Uh we you know like it, it just also like I think it's just so ridiculous. It, the whole series takes place in the same town. <laughs> it's all Hill Valley. The future yeah. like no matter where he is, he never the peop no one leaves that town. It's all takes place in this one little place. It's a he turned a DeLorean into a time machine. Uh the acting, but it's just it's charming. It's mm-hmm. just like a charming series. Yeah. There's not like I ra- I like have gone through a whole I've smoked a lot of weed and then gone through how the timeline makes no sense with my friends. Drawn it out millions of times over. Um, not millions of times over, I guess, but like a couple times <laughs> over. A lot of times. I have a lot of arguments and I yell about it. Um, and yet I'm still like, I, I'm, I'm able to put all that aside. Like it's, it's yeah. just, it has a great cast. Christopher Lloyd is just, I mean, they just are like, Christopher Lloyd, just do what 
whatever you want. And then he's like, I stole, I stole uranium from a bunch of terrorists. And then they're just like, cool, we're going to keep going with this. Because he does. He steals does he, uranium from terrorists. Yeah. Does he improvise a lot of those lines or were they written? No, you written. It's just, you know, I'm assuming, I'm just saying, just yeah. be Christopher Lloyd throughout the entire yeah. movie. Yeah. Michael J. Fox is just, he's 5'3", and he's like, no one calls me a chicken. And, and yeah. he has a cool jacket. And he has a cool jacket. Also, everyone in that movie is like a good actor. Like, Crispin Glover is a good actor. Uh, first he, movie only. He's, yeah, for one movie only. <laughs> um, uh, you know, <clears throat> I just, I think, yeah, I just truly just enjoy watching. Also, it's familiar. It hits every, even though it gets tiring, it hits every beat. Like every movie is basically the same movie. Uh, it's like you're. It's like you're my mother, or like you're my. He's like he says it four, three different times. He wakes up. He gets knocked out. He wakes up, and then it's his uh, mom. But like in the first movie, it's his young version of his mom. In the second movie, it's his mom, but like in the e- evil dystopian universe. Mm-hmm. And the third movie, oh gosh, I forgot the name of the actress now. Uh, Leah. Leah Thompson. Leah Thompson, thank you. And then the third one, it's Leah Thompson playing his like great great grandmother. And she, he just wakes up because you're my. And she also is the one that informs him what year it is. So she'd be like, well, you're back here in 1955. And he's like, you're my mother. And he's just like, but it even hits that. It hits all this, like the beats similarly. Mm-hmm. And it just finds a way to do it in different, mm-hmm. um, but just re- relating to the, like, the timeline that he's in. Um, and that can be a little, like, and it's, it just has, even though that beat is so repetitive, it's still great. In, in certain times. Really, just the menorah one is the only times I'm like, I don't care that much. <laughs> well, I think it's the third one. It's like, ugh, okay. Third one, it's a little bit too... It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. right. I don't care. Uh, but there's like a clock tower in all of them. And there's the Tannen family as like are the villains. Like, you meet several versions of the Tannen family. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which they're all, yeah, the villains. Um, also, I love what you watch... You also... It, I guess even though it is ridiculous that it takes place in Hill Valley, you see Hill Valley... Get created and then destroyed. Yeah, dystopian Hill, the entire movie. Dystopian Hill Valley is very. It's actually very sad. It's very sad because <laughs> you see the 1955 version. It's like, oh, this is kind of not that bad. Also, there's this. Oh, he encur- he he encourages the mayor to run, and the mayor's like. In like 1955, like I remember the so the mayor's black in 1985, and 1955 they're like. Uh, you know, it's like he goes. I swear to God. Uh, he goes. Um, oh, by the way, for people who are do not know who I am, I am a black guy. Uh, just making sure that's that's why I'm uh, very interested in this one scene. Um, he goes, he's like in 1955, the mayor is like 18 or 17, and he's like this black kid. And then there's like def- there's like some subtle racism that's taking place in 1955. And then he goes, you know what? I'm going to show you. I'm going to show all of you. I'm going to be someone important. And then Marty realizes that he's actually the mayor in 1985. (laughs) And he goes, yeah, like the mayor. And he goes, mayor. Yeah. And then in 1985, (laughs) he is the mayor. Um, So like you get to see how this – how Marty McFly just accidentally uh, creates this like – this town just grows around him and also like gets reverted back in 1885. And then by the end of – by the time you're back in 1985, it's like – Oh wow! Okay, like Hill Valley's normal and like good again. So you get to like see this world get created, and then it's just charming all the way through. I think I'm rambling a lot. Um, no, that's no, your job. It's good, but yeah. no, I, I, it also, I just, um, 
I just like anything that's overly critical of night of the eighties, just in general, because uh, the eighties <laughs> was not a great decade. Um, in fact, it was a horrifying decade. That's why uh, American Horror Story's new season is just eight, 1980, 1984. Mm-hmm. No, nineteen eighty five. I can't remember. I've seen an ad for it. It's but good. The year I was born. I, I'm a little scary baby. Oh yeah, this one's actually frightening. We'll not be watching it. All right. I um, and gonna, no one's for no one's gonna support you. Uh, I've re- I actually had this conversation. Uh, one of my friends is visiting me right now, and he was like, "Are you watching American Horror Story?" And I'm like, "No, I would never." Ah, I love that show so much. I like I value sleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, I truly actually I need to reactivate my FX so that way I can uh, watch the last two episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen every episode of that show. It's not good. Um, it's, a, it's a hate watch, hundred percent. Yeah, I feel like yeah. I don't know. I've never watched it. <laughs> it's truly just a, it has no attention span. Um, Back to the Future came out in 1985, right? One yes. <laughs> um, um, and what are what are some ways that the 80s are shown as like bad? Um, good question. Uh, so just one of the most famous lines is uh, the actual uh, exasperation that Doc Brown has. 1955, Doc Brown has. When he finds out Ronald Reagan is mayor, is is president, excuse me, he's like, "Oh yeah, future boy, then who is the mayor? Who's the president of the United States in 1985?" And he goes, "Ronald Reagan." And he goes, "The actor?" So like just like just right off the bat, it's like someone in 1955 is like, "Your future's dumb." Um, (laughs) Hill Valley is also, even though the 50s are presented as kind of like this, not it's not exactly perfect in its own in own way. When you see 1985, 1985 Hill Valley is decrepit. It is it's it's like the normal home, but bef- before Barty comes back and like fixes the future or like be touches the past and creates the future, 1985 is a really grim and dreary place. Um, it's just not very happy. Um, it's really only the only time Hill Valley really actually seems okay is when it hits ni- 2015. Um, even though there's a lot going on in that particular point. Uh, the clock tower is fixed again. Um, the town itself is working out pretty well. Um, I mean, Marty's future isn't great, but he could, you know, but he, it's assumed that he fixes that. But Hill Valley itself seems to be pretty much thriving pretty well. 1980, like just anything in the 80s up until really that one, the ending of the first film, um, just feels like a, just, it just feels kind of like a, like a pit. Mm-hmm. Um, would you agree? I don't know if you agree. I I really I every time I see it, it like it's like the empty parking lot just this is like the mall well, yeah. is just covered in garbage. So I mean yeah, I mean I get the impression from it all that I mean it's still like I guess on like surface level it's still like they're like happy movies with happy endings and all that stuff. But like, you know, Marty is kind of like the classic like not happy with his circumstance kind of person, like trying to escape his life kind of yeah. thing. Um, I mean, and they, you know, they present his dad as like a kind of a loser and like, uh, um, although depending on which movie, different levels of, <laughs> yeah, different true. levels of success. Um, but yeah, and it, it's kind of like, it's, yeah, it's a weird, they live in a kind of a weird world. I guess because it's like a movie from the 80s, it's not like super depressing. <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe watching it, it in the it future and then seeing it and like watching it now and then seeing 1980, like the 80s, it's like, oh, that's kind of dreary. Um, I don't know. It just doesn't really present really any timeline in like a particularly uh, flattering way. I think that's really kind of the thing about it. Like no, it's timeline. I guess the 50s is presented at a pretty okay. But the 50s is also yeah. racism and also a lot of sexism. So And they give like, and they, yeah. 
Well, it's finally kind of prescient because the, the, in the 50s, they're all about like uh, the bully, the high school bully and stuff. Um, it's like, I'm like, now just thinking of this movie more. I, I mean, I've seen them all a bunch, but it's been a few years and um, I'm trying to like rethink through them. But th- there is a whole thing, like even the future one is like, not only is it like Donald Trump sort of, um, but it is this thing where the guy goes back in time, becomes rich and like the world is ruined because it's it's got this evil billionaire and it's like even even the donald trump comparison aside yes we now do have a bunch of evil evil billionaires yeah uh, it does kind yeah. of predict that actually yeah. um yeah yeah exactly exactly even like in it's funny that 80 that that um that future is uh it feels yeah it just feels so similar to kind of it does kind of feel a little bit to current day, actually. Yeah, a little bit. It's kind of freaky. It's a little prescient. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. So they they deal with bullying. They deal with billionaires. They deal with time travel. All the problems we have these days. <laughs> yeah, time travel. Yeah, hoverboards. Um, See, before we had Thanos, we had Biff Tannen. <laughs> I'm gonna do my own thing now. Um, <laughs> yeah. I so I cannot speak for this movie because i've not seen it but i actually get kind of frustrated with time travel and things because i think it's so much more complicated than people would like can even understand yeah like so you go back but then it like just your presence there changes everything but then if it's always been that way why do you need to go back that's we don't don't have time for this (laughs) i'm just i'm just saying time travel drives me crazy we can talk about it afterwards because this is exactly the point i i i was i would make with my friends um when i'm talking about that you know that time loop because in the first movie him going back actually does screw up 1985 but for the better so like you can kind of put that you could probably could have could have kibosh on like be like okay well there's only one loop and the loop's always going to kind of be like this yeah you know but then in the second movie, he goes back because he has to stop Biff from getting a, from uh, using this like um, almanac of the future to make money. So he has yeah. to destroy the almanac, which makes him go through the events of the first movie, in which he's then trying. But because he's there, it's the bad guys see him, so they think he's the past version of him. So they start trying to attack the past version of him. So then he's out there stopping those attacks from taking place while the events of the first movie are taking place. So therefore. That means that there's always const- a constant loop of two is happening while one is taking yeah. place, which means three happens, which means that there's no point in one ever taking place because two leads to three. And then it's just like, you're just sitting there going, well, none of this should be happening yeah. anymore. And, but yet for some reason I still watch these. So I guess the answer <laughs> is you just have to keep watching the series over and over and over and over again. And that's the only answer. I don't know. It's like, that's the only way to fix that loop. I, I can't. I, I think here's. You're right. So time travel is annoying. So yes, you're both right. I think this movie just like doesn't care. I think it's from a time where they didn't need to care. I mean, if you, I mean, like, honestly, a lot of stuff pre-internet people just like didn't care. I mean, would Star Wars be as popular now? Is it if it came out now? Would it be as popular as it came out then? Because like now everyone just like picks shit apart. But like it's even the old even nineteen seventy seven Star Wars is still really popular, even though it's like full of problems. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's like well, yeah, because like people loved it and didn't dissect it. Like you know, or no one was being pedantic about it. And I think the time travel in this, while they do talk about the paradoxes, like there's a whole thing where they're not allowed to like talk to their 
past versions of them. It's like a weird thing. Like if you're the oh, future yeah, the version, future. you can talk to your past version because there's a couple times where the characters have like do bump into each other. But like the future version is always has to be like aware, like don't actually talk to him because then their like minds will explode or whatever. Yeah, he said he got, he literally says, yeah, Doc's like, don't don't run into your past selves. If you do, you might cause the entire universe to unfold, or nothing could happen. Yeah. We'll fi- we don't want to know though. Yeah. So like they do, they touch on it, but they also kind of hand wave it away, where they're like, "Don't worry about it so much." True, they do do that, which is why I guess it's like I'm not driving myself as insane with it. Like I'll drive myself insane with it if I want to, but most times I'll watch it and go, "Yeah, that makes sense." But whatever. I also think they're generally speaking more. They're they're. they're action comedies more than anything else so they kind of get away with it because they're also funny movies and just like entered they're more like they're popcorn movies they're just like probably the first two of them are probably two of the best popcorn movies <laughs> to ever exist third one's a good rental um third one's fine as well uh but uh, i mean yeah i go back and forth with i like the first or the second one better but um like i think they're just they're kind of movies that you were never supposed to think that hard about and they were supposed to just be entertaining. They just end up being in like the top pantheon of like movies of that nature. <laughs> yeah, that's a tr- that's a good point. I mean, it shows also, yeah, didn't it show up in, did you guys see Stranger Things? Um, I haven't watched the newest season, but I've seen the rest. They like bring it up in Stranger Things. Like anything there's a thing in that's like 80s related now, they like bring up Back to the Future at some point. Hey, you guys like Back to the Future? <laughs> Like what? Like there's another '80s yeah. thing that came out recently where they were like, "Back to the Future." Like they like brought up Back to mm-hmm. the Future again. I'm like, okay, so this is just a a reference now. It's I one feel, of the iconic '80s. I yeah, yeah. I didn't say Back to the Future, and also a non problematic movie from the '80s, or for the most part. Whereas like there are some of those like uh, romantic comedies and et cetera that might be not as favorably seen in, yeah. in current light. <laughs> yeah. No. Agreed. Um. Like a lot of the '80s. Yeah, including, I mean, even like, uh, yeah, I mean, Ghostbusters doesn't always, not everyone's up on Ghostbusters, nor does that, is that being completely remembered favorably, although I still like it, but. Um, is it? I have no, I have, I, don't, I have no idea. It's a little rapey. Is it? I haven't seen Ghostbusters in years, so yeah. I don't know. I think I, I've seen half of it once. It's, it. yeah, I don't know. There's just a Bill Murray character who is supposed to be kind of despicable, uh, although is also. Murray interesting the most interesting character he's got he's i don't know whatever i'm not here to say that the movie's problematic just some uh, i think back to the future has a shinier light on it (laughs) than perhaps ghostbusters does good point i think yeah i think back to the really the only thing i have a problem with in ghost uh, back to future is truly when they just are like we're leaving elizabeth shoe behind and then it's like but then she like wakes up and like 1985 is back to normal i think they just was it like they didn't have a contract? Well, they left her in the future car too. Like in the future, they left her in the car, right? Like they left her on her patio. They were just in the wrong. Oh, they left her in the wrong 1985. They left her in like the old time. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They like put her on her patio, and we're just like, she'll be fine. She'll wake up tomorrow. Let's go. And then like, yeah, that's think- then it's like you just left her in like a dystopian timeline that you're trying to destroy. Although they didn't know. <laughs> yeah, they did. Uh, but in their minds, they also might. Um, think they could just travel back to go uh save her like you, when you can time travel you can always go back yeah I have a, we've got to go back i have a question about this um so do the same actors like the mom actress yes is she the old mom and the young mom yes so okay. she plays uh so leah thompson plays her original self she plays the reformed version of 1985 she plays the evil 1985 
She plays 2015 version of herself. Oh uh, God, she plays the range. 1955 version of herself. And then she plays great great grandmother, um, Mrs. McFly. Um, who is 1885 version of herself. In which case, in that world, she is married to Michael J. Fox, who's playing his great-great-grandfather. So then it gets, it does get a little weird. Yeah. And he plays, he plays his son as well. He also plays his own son, um, in a very, yeah, he plays his own son. I forgot about that. Yeah. And then Crispin Glover plays his, all four versions of himself. In the um, first movie, only person who does in the first movie, and the only person who does who is the only character who has two actresses is Jennifer, the woman left in the past. In, in the past, uh, she's originally played by Elizabeth Shue, and then she's played by, she actually don't remember, um, because in like the set because they couldn't like do a contractual thing. The dad's played by two different people. The dad because he's in the second one, and he, there was like a whole. Thing. Wait, which, which dad? Marty's dad. Crispin Glover. He, Chris McGlover doesn't play him in all the movies. Oh, he doesn't? No, I think he's only in the first movie. Or maybe the second. Uh, no, just the first one, I think. Oh. And then, uh, yeah. He, does, he like rarely appears after that. Like He doesn't show up for like the rest of the series, except for like the very end. So I just must have just not paid attention. Um, second one... Uh, second one's the one where he gets fired, though, isn't it? In the future, that's when Marty gets fired. In the future. His dad like shows up in a oh, video right, camera okay, for a yeah, second, yeah, and his yeah, hair yeah. looks terrible, and he's got like all this old man makeup. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> also, I should mention Rick and Morty is based on. Oh yeah, Rick and Morty is based on Back to the Future for Back sure. The future. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Rick and it's Morty, Doc character. and Marty. Well, it was originally called Doc and Marty, and uh, yeah, Rick is is because uh, he dresses like. Uh, he dresses like Doc Brown, and he's and an then, invent- he's an inventor, and and then Marty, Morty is actually dresses like Marty, just without a vest, like a yellow shirt without a vest, like and uh, jeans jacket, like underneath he's wearing a yellow shirt. So they just strip him down of the cool stuff. It was okay. Rick and Morty was originally just like a web series where they didn't care about copyright stuff, and then when they turned it into a real show, they were like, well, we can't call it Doc and Marty. <laughs> yeah, and actually, I think I, I think that's the thing. I've been thinking a lot about that Elizabeth Shue drop off moment because I think he saw that and was like. I'm going to make this show because it's really like when I saw, cause I recently, I watched this movie a while ago. I know I keep bringing this thing, it's this motion moment up, but he goes, it's fine. We'll take care of her later. Don't even worry about it. And then like, that's a real Rick thing to say. It's like, don't worry about it, Morty. It's fine. Just walk away. Let's walk mm-hmm. away. Let's go take care of this yeah. later. Um, and also I stole a bunch of, I, it's like, how'd you make a time machine? I stole a bunch of uranium from a terrorist. Don't worry about it. It's like, Oh yeah. These are very much things that like yeah. Rick would say. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's comp- it, that's why they never do time travel. That's why anytime they do like time travel jokes in Rick and Morty, they never actually talk about it. He's like, that wasn't actually time travel. I just went to another dimension. That was where it was hmm. there were daylight savings happened. That never was invented. So I never actually went back in time. Okay. Because <laughs> they don't want to do time travel because yeah. they're like, yeah. it's too close to the source. They do space travel, but they don't time travel. Um, I have one more question. All right. Oh God, what was it? It was, it was a good question. Oh, um, what? So does the 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 doc guy invent the time machine to go back and save the past, or is it just a happenstance and they just randomly go back to? Oh no, he just wanted to make a time machine. Right. So he makes a time machine. Uh, so in 1955, um, young Doc hit his head on a uh, hit his head uh, while trying to clean his bathroom. I believe he like he slammed his head on a toilet or something. Yeah, and he woke up and he saw the flux capacitor that powers the time machine. It's this little like. Like, um, kind of like the inside of a peace symbol. Um, that's a good way of describing it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a it's like a three pronged inside. Yeah, yeah. Of it. And uh, so he sees that, and that's and then um, 
So then he spends like the next 30 years creating this and like loses all of his money doing this um, and steals uranium from a, from a bunch of terrorists. At which point, around this time, Marty uh, meets him. Uh, like it becomes like his lab assistant. Uh, they never explain why, but okay. Um, and then, so he just wanted to make a time machine. And he sends it, he goes, what we're going to do, he's like, to, you know, get tested out. And then he's just like, I, oh, October 26, 1955. That's the day where I just remembered the flux capacitor. Ah, uh, yeah, I slammed my head while cleaning the toilet or something like that. And I dreamt about it. And then he gets, and then the terrorists come and like kill Doc. So then Marty, as he's escaping, accidentally makes a time machine to the day when Doc uh, came up with the flux capacitor. Um, so it truly is just an absolute, like, just situational. He was he just wanted to do it. He did it, and that's kind of it. It's a lot of them trying to save each other's lives after they get themselves into their own trouble. <laughs> you ever hear the theory that part two is actually just Marty dies like a million times in part two when he jumps off of uh, Tannen Tower? And that, like, the time when he actually gets caught, that the only way that Doc would know that he got caught, oh, I, yeah. he was there, <laughs> was that he just kept seeing him die over and over again, then sent back, sends himself back to the past and then catches him finally. That's, that's, that's a reasonable theory. <laughs> yeah, someone was like, yeah, he just Groundhog Days it, yeah. um, that specific moment. That's kind of what I was saying when they leave her on the porch. I'm like, well, you can, if, you, if you screw it all up, you can always just go back to right before you didn't screw it up. That's true, that's true. And then she wakes up and it's fine. Well, Eddie, yes. we're about wrapping up on this. Do you have anything you you have the urge to get out about this, or do you think we covered it all? Uh, you know, I mean, like, I think anything said about Back to the Future has already been said at this point. I think I, I don't have anything uh, immensely creative to add to the canon that is um, this movie. Great. This movie series. Well, now I'm going to think about Marty dying 2,000 times before he gets saved. <laughs> I mean, honestly, BuzzFeed, man. Cracked, it's a cracked article. Yeah. Oh, cracked. Um, Emily, you should see these movies. Maybe I have, my, I have my DVD. If you want to borrow them, they're a fun. Like I don't have a DVD player. They're a fun. Like movie. If you want to look at the DVDs, just like look at them. They're a fun. Like movie group showing. Yeah, that like makes, with people. Yeah, I would. I, if 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 you want to watch it, I mean, it's no pressure to watch it. But if you're like, hey, let's have a movie night, and people are like, yeah, sure. It's like, all right, cool. I'll get to see Back to the Future. Yeah. Uh, well, Eddie, thanks for the coming by and bring that topic. Okay, no worries. All right, I gotta topic. go. It's been gr- wow. it's been real. You wanna um, you wanna bail on this? No, I'm kidding. I'm not going we're not here. done yet. Oh, <laughs> we've got a few moments left, yeah. and if we're doing corrections, if you wanna cue those up, Emily. Pull it up. <laughs> um, Eddie, do you have anything that you want to plug? Um, uh, let's see. I don't know. I. Uh, October 16th, got a show at Velvet Lounge uh, with my improv team, the 96 Bulls. Um, also, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, Didgeridoo Crew. Uh, it's spelled like Didgeridoo and then my last name. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just have a good Halloween, guys. Happy, Halloween's the best holiday. A happy just, Halloween for Happy Eddie. Halloween. <laughs> Orange and is. No. Orange and black. Orange, orange is, is the new the black. New black. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Orange is Halloween and Halloween. so is black. <laughs> now that's a tweet. Yes. Uh, <laughs> You're going to have to post that before this. Was that? I'm thinking about thinking about doing it right after we leave. Uh, and then and then just uh, retweet it when it drops. Like when the when the thing drops and be like, yeah. now you get the reference. Now you get it. And now you can retweet yourself now. So yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, Emily, do you have something you wanted to plug? I do. I never have anything to plug, and I do. Um, 
over the um, a few weeks ago, I recorded another podcast. How uh, dare you? <laughs> with previous podcast guest Tefa, um, and um, that episode released in real time today. It's the What's the Point podcast. Um, the name of my episode is I Knew I Was in Ohio, But I Was Existentially Lost with Emily Riggins. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's deep. It's a book. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have listened to it. And honestly, guys, I'm fun. I'm fun to hang out with. You should listen wow. to it. Um, you can find it on uh, any podcast app that you want. And listen. Yeah. Support other podcasts. Go find it. But don't quit this podcast to listen to this one. Like only, <laughs> like listen to us both. At this point, if they, people were to stop listening to the podcast to start that one, you'd have like probably a minute and a half left. I, yeah, but my plug, I've got a plug. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Matt, do you have a plug? I do. October 20th at the Magnet Theater, six o'clock. My sketch team that I write for, Souvenir, is doing our um, October show, whatever. You probably see a spooky sketch I wrote. I, <laughs> I don't know which one it is yet, but I'm only writing spooky ones because it's, <laughs> October. Oh yeah. <laughs> Why would you write anything that isn't a spooky sketch in October? Uh, that's it, I think, for plugs. Emily, do we have a correction you wanted to we read? Have, we have something for Carly's correction corner. Um, this is from Katie Abate, whose wedding I went to this weekend, and it was beautiful and lovely. Wow. Um, the name of this email is Justice for Emily. Am I reading it because it's called Justice for Emily? Absolutely. Um, so this was based on the binge mode uh, episode that I did as my topic. So I also listened to Binge Mode Harry Potter, and I also cry because the Matt said that it was weird that I cried. Um, wow, so Matt, what the hell? Emily, no rambling. You gotta get this. So I'm with Emily on this one, 100. percent I and I also want to be paid to talk about HP. Hashtag justice for Emily. It goes on to say that I did get a chuckle at Matt's humble dump and Mr. Quidditch. Mm, um, I'm funny. Go check out that episode, Mr. Dump. Uh, Mr. Mr. Quidditch. Or, or calling him Humble Dump <laughs> instead of Dumbledore. <laughs> ah, see, I'm getting more laughs. I'm just... Humble Dump. <laughs> Correction. Even seeing the magic of Cursed Child cannot erase the egregious plot errors. Then there's a small actual correction. I'm about to start the Thrones binge eps. I did Harry Potter first, and the eps were one eps. The episodes for seasons one through five were only 30-ish minutes. I said that they were an hour and a half. Wow. But they do get longer later in the seasons. And she just adds that the next binge that they're doing for the Binge Mode podcast is Star Wars. And not Lord of the Rings, which is what I thought was going to be at the time. Wow. Uh, A couple Pinocchio noses from the Washington Post (laughs) to you for those lies that you made. (laughs) I I did make some some lies. Wow. Thank you, Katie, for those corrections. Katie, as always, thank you. Congratulations on getting married. Also, former guest of the podcast, Katie. Check out her episode about drag queens and uh, something else. Oh, that sounds way more interesting than my topic. (laughs) I don't remember what the other topic was. Oh, well. Um, No, you guys both had good topics. I loved your topic. Oh, thank you. I mean, I had, I mean, not that I didn't have fun talking about drag queens, but I can really get on board with a movie I've actually seen. You can get on hoverboard. Wow. (laughs) Thank you. The thing with wheels? (laughs) Yeah. All right. That's it, right? I think so. Uh, Well, I've been Matt Armando. I have been Emily Riggins. And this has been TBD. With Matt and Emily.